Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the state of California. Good afternoon, I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of The State of California. Well, once again this week, voters in a pretty conservative state turned out in unexpectedly large numbers to reject a ballot measure designed to restrict abortion rights, just as what's happened in Kansas, Kentucky, Montana, Michigan, and elsewhere. This time it was Ohio, where in November there will be a constitutional amendment on the ballot to protect the right to an abortion and overturn the state's strict new abortion law. Since that is likely to pass, Republican state legislators called a special election to try to pass a preemptive measure that would have raised the bar to 60 percent to amend the state constitution, but it failed miserably with 57 percent voting against it. And that's in a state where Donald Trump won 53 percent of the vote in 2020. That makes abortion rights supporters seven for seven in state ballot measures around the country, including here in California, since the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade in the Dobbs decision last summer. To dig into this a little bit more, we're joined today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Dr. Anna Sampaio, Professor of Ethnic Studies and Political Science at Santa Clara University. Thank you so much for being with us again. Thank you so much. All right, so Ohio used to be a swing state. It's hardly that anymore. It's trended pretty red over the last decade. It's pretty ardent Trump country now. Uh, Yet this Republican-sponsored measure lost there in a landslide, just like similar ones in Kansas and Kentucky. What do you think is going on here? Well, it tells me that nine months after the 2022 midterm elections in which Republicans underperformed and 13 months after the Dobbs decision, abortion still remains a highly motivating issue for voters, both in traditionally uh, Democratic states like California, as well as in Republican states. So has the Republican Party underestimated the depth of that public support for abortion rights, including among many Republicans, obviously? Uh, And is that an Achilles heel for the GOP in 2024? It does seem to suggest that they are underestimating how much this is going to motivate voters, not just Democratic voters, because as you noted, this particular issue did poorly across Ohio, especially in counties where Trump had performed particularly well. That suggests that there were not only Democrats that were opposing this particular issues and key electorate amongst the Democratic supporters like young voters and women, but that there were Republicans, including Republican men, that were voting against this particular issue and similarly are likely to vote for the amendment enshrining constitution or enshrining reproductive rights in the state constitution. One of the things we heard from voters there was that they didn't like the way the Republicans seemed to be trying to rig the system. 
uh, you know, put this special thing on the ballot. Uh, the very thing that Donald Trump accuses people of doing to him, uh, the party was caught trying to do in Ohio and it backfired, it appears. Yeah, absolutely. So that there were both people who turned out for this particular issue because they knew it was a proxy for the debate about abortion. Um, and again, that helps explain younger voters. That helps explain Democratic women in this case. That helps explain lots of the Democratic support. But there were definitely people who turned out to oppose this initiative because they opposed the tactics that were used by this legislature, because they opposed them trying to push it through during an August special election, because this particular Republican set of legislators have uh, contradicted themselves on more than one occasion. Um, and so they were really opposed by the tactics as well. You know, we've seen a large turnout of younger voters in all of these abortion rights votes. Uh, how important is this demographic shift we're seeing of older, more conservative voters, you know, dying off, for lack of a better term, and younger, more progressive ones entering the electorate? It's a great question. And I, I think that's still very much in the air, right? Because younger voters have traditionally not turned out during general elections and even midterm elections. And yet we know younger voters, particularly 18 to 34, care about politics. I think what the real question is, is what kind of politics do they care about? Clearly, they care about social issues. They care about questions of gun control. They care about LGBTQ rights. They care about the issue of abortion. What's less clear is if they care enough about candidates to turn out and vote in those elections in which only they are on the ballot or principally on the ballot and not these kinds of social and political issues. Yeah. And I don't know if they connect the issues to the people. I mean, I've seen polling that suggests this younger cohort does not really believe in party labels. It's all about issues and ideology. They vote their beliefs, not their party ID. Uh, who does that help or hurt more in 2024? Well, I mean, it does depend on how the two parties handle it, but it seems to indicate that it will more likely benefit Democratic, uh, the Democratic Party than it does the Republican Party. Democrats have still made abortion a central issue in their campaigns, in their elections, and as long as they continue to advance those particular social and political issues in a way that can reach those younger voters, I believe it's more likely to benefit them in the long run. At the same time, though, you know, if a lot of these younger voters don't like Donald Trump, they're not exactly thrilled with Joe Biden, a lot of them. Uh, according to the polling, uh, how great is the risk that, you know, they embrace a third party independent candidate, maybe who aligns with them on some of those issues, which could damage the Democrats more and swing the presidential election back to Donald Trump or some or some other Republican nominee, potentially? I think that's always a potential. It's too early to say whether that's the likely case or not. But, you know, the other possibility is that they simply skip that particular race on a ballot, you know, that they simply vote down ticket issues or down ticket candidates or, uh, you know, uh, whether it be amendments or initiatives that are on the ballot and simply skip the top of the ticket. So it's too early to say, particularly right now. Interesting. You know, getting back to the abortion debate, Ohio is now poised to follow the lead, we assume, in November. Uh, follow the lead of California and Vermont and Michigan and enshrine abortion rights in its state constitution. And there are more states in the pipeline for 2024. Florida, Iowa, Missouri might have measures like this next year. State-by-state uh, state voter, voters could essentially negate what the Supreme Court did in overturning Roe. At what point At what point do the Republicans learn from that and, and back off on making abortion a central issue and passing draconian laws that the voters resoundingly reject? I, you know, I don't know whether they're going to back off. Re Republican voters still are highly motivated by these issues of, of of choice, of reproductive rights, of abortion. So it still is a clarion call for lots of those voters, especially during a special election or even a midterm election, to get them out to the polls. What I'm frankly a little bit more worried about is this kind of uh, inconsistency of rights that's going to span across the country, where a woman can literally cross state lines and either lose or protect 
those particular reproductive rights. So I'm really worried about what the Supreme Court has done here, which is created this patchwork of effectively inconsistent rights across the country. Um, and that could pretend another Supreme Court showdown down the road as well. It'll be interesting to see. And again, we haven't seen this kind of ballot measure in a state that is, you know, 70 percent Republican, say, you know, Utah, somewhere like that. Thank you so much for being with us, Dr. Anna Sampaio, professor of ethnic studies and poli sci at Santa Clara University. Thank you. Thank you. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. You'll find me on Twitter still at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.